0: Hello everybody, it's the cast. It's Sam here, just welcoming you back for another week of our little show. I'm so glad you're tuning in, especially during this busy holiday season when there's a lot of other things you could be doing than listening to Mike and I talk about the holidays, but uh, we really do appreciate your listenership and your attention. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of myself and Pastor Mike and may not necessarily represent the views of our church. With that being said, enjoy! Well, Mike, happy Advent. It is December now. It is, you too. Yeah, thank you. Um, do you get in the Christmas spirit before December, or do you get in the Christmas spirit at all? Or? That's a great question.
1: Um, the older I get, the more spirited I've become. Yeah, uh, mainly because when I was kid, obviously the wonder and magic of Christmas and blah blah blah, and then I didn't really have all that growing up. Like not because my parents didn't do that, just because I, I don't know, just wasn't into Christmas like that. Other than the religious Jesus part, but um, and then when you get kids and the magic kind of is back and it's like this the surprise and the wonder and the gifts and the. Hot chocolate and the tree, all that great stuff that you know, all points to a bigger thing. And so my family is very festive. We'll say that Emily's basically kind of like the, uh, um, post Remembrance Day kind of thing because that's her birthday also. So like after her oh, birthday, yeah. for sure, Christmas starts. So I think we, we we had our tree up in November. Um, she 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 goes pretty hard in December. For she started this like Advent thing. Um countdown kind of thing with the kids and all our homeschooling stuff is like around uh this like advent christmas curriculum and so that's awesome she she she's a very emily's a very experience focused person so like creating memories and experiences so she does a great job
0: with it all how about you yeah i love i love christmas season and advent and i think um yeah i agree as i get older i love it more and more I get more in the spirit. I get more into all the, like, hokey traditions that go along with it and um, mm. more, I guess, nostalgic. My grandma was huge into Christmas yeah. um, when I was growing up, and I just, all my best memories of the holidays were kind of at her place. Yep. Um, with my grandma, of course, too, but it was my grandma that was the ringleader of all of it, so. Yes. um Yeah, I think... This is just a, a wonderful time of year. I love I love giving gifts. I love buying things for people. Obviously, it can yeah. be a bit of a financial burden this time of year for, for some people. I know I kind of have to like budget for it, but
1: um, yep, yep. And that's the other thing too with with Emily. She's like one of her like um, love languages. That's what I meant to say. Is gifts. It's gifts, and yep. so giving gifts is also a way that she. Shows affection and love. And so she's really into um, like gifts. Like she she thinks about it way more than I do. Um, loves that aspect
0: of it. So I do appreciate that. <laughs> of course, yeah. The, it's always nice if you uh, have a person close to you that, that loves giving gifts. So It's true. The thing though too, like with Christmas
1: as a pastor is like you have to pray almost every year to like rediscover the awe of like the story. Yeah, because like you preach it so much, you, um, you, you know you like I've been, I've been like preaching now for about a decade, right? And so that's like uh, how many sermons like pushing probably like with it with like each Christmas series like three or four sermons like you know, 30, 40 times I've preached on the Christmas story.
0: Mm-hmm. It's yeah.
1: Like, I got I, I got it from my own personal devotions, rediscover kind of like the beauty and the awe of this. Ama- like it's obviously, it's literally world changing. Yes. And sometimes it's like, oh, I got to preach about Christmas again. <laughs> right. And you got, you got you kind of have to get over that as a individual kind of Christian before the Lord, right? Because it's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing this
0: Christmas season. I, I agree. I think I am... I'm, mm. I wouldn't say fortunate, but I am sort of fortunate in the regard that like I haven't um I haven't always like been a, a regular church goer my whole life. Like it's mm. really been a thing since I've been an adult, so I'm not yeah. as like worn out by the whole process of advent, mm. I guess. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's still kinda of new for me, I guess. Sure. And this year, like I, I actually went back in I'm gonna say back in the summertime, I think. Mm-hmm. Um in, to the Saint Jacobs Market. And I purchased a um, liturgy of the hours book. it's a it's a book of prayers and yeah liturgy for for small groups of prayer um that the Catholic Church puts out um just to kind of you know deepen my understanding of the seasons a bit um ju- and sort of understand their liturgical calendar because I think that's like even if you're not Catholic even if you're there's a lot of churches that use a sort of uh liturgical calendar. I didn't even know
1: that like that existed until college. Yeah. The thing is, I like I've never done a true kind of church calendar advent ever. Yeah. And I just it is- never grew up doing it, right? It was never part of our tradition and our culture and um so like like I didn't actually when I first got the senior pastor job at my last church, I didn't even know what advent really was. Because <laughs> it was, we just never did it. Like we never used that language. We never did like the yeah. candles and the whatever. And this church had been, I had done it every year for, I don't even know how long, right? So they're asking me like, so are you going to do like an Advent series, are we going to do Advent candles and an Advent message? And I'm like, what the heck do you want from me? I like I'll talk about Christmas. <laughs> so the idea of like the liturgy and the church calendar around Advent actually is a very, um, was a very new like
0: concept to me in, in my faith. So. Yeah, well, it's just like, it's cool because it's been, I mean, it's just something that the church has practiced for thousands of, well, yeah, thousands of years, mm-hmm. um, is this this uh, devotion to, you know, specific seasons and specific yeah. prayers. Um, like this, the Liturgy of the Hours, the idea behind it is that the church is praying in unison kind of at mm-hmm. all these times. Like it's all s- these uh, specific... Um, days that you're supposed to pray certain prayers on so like the one that I have here it's you know Monday morning prayer, Monday mid morning prayer and it's all <laughs> the same stuff and no matter yeah. you know, if, as long as you're all following the same calendar you're all kind of praying together no matter where yeah. you are and that's kind of a cool idea behind that because I was just like yeah the theology of it is beautiful that the church is like devoted to prayer mm-hmm. yeah. together um Looks like yeah. we, we gotta write our own liturgy, Sam. Yeah. Well I, I think our own so. book of prayers. <laughs> well
1: we'll core. call it the uh the, the charismatic hour of power. No. <laughs> <laughs> charismatic power hour. <laughs> charismatic power hour. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, That's
0: we'll funny. Um actually I just wanted to read something maybe to just uh set up this idea. Of Advent season a little bit more yeah. for us. It's actually in my my uh, liturgy of the hours book. They it's cool. They, I was a little surprised they did this, but they include like pastoral letters and writings and uh, stuff from church fathers or you know famous cool. yeah. doctors of the church. So this is from uh, Saint Charles Borromeo, who is a bishop. Um, I don't know when, but hundreds of years ago certainly, he writes. This is the time eagerly awaited by the patriarchs and prophets, the time that Holy Simeon rejoiced at last to see. This is the season that the church has always celebrated with special solemnity. We too should always observe it with faith and love, offering praise and thanksgiving to the Father for the mercy and love he has shown us in this mystery. In his infinite love for us, Though we were sinners, he sent his only Son to free us from the tyranny of Satan, to summon us to heaven, to welcome us to its innermost recesses, to show us truth itself, to train us in right conduct, to plant within us the seeds of virtue, to enrich us with the treasures of his grace, and to make us children of God and heirs of eternal life. Then he says about Advent, Each year, as the church recalls this mystery, she urges us to renew the memory of the great love God has shown us. Mm -hmm. This holy season teaches us that Christ's coming was not only for the benefit of his contemporaries, his power has still to be communicated to us all. We shall share his power, if through holy faith and the sacraments we willingly accept the grace Christ earned for us and live by that grace and in obedience to Christ. So, I love th- this emphasis on renewing the memory of that great love that this is this dedicated time that mm-hmm, that's actually really mm-hmm. important. Like I, I kind of grew up with this understanding of Advent that or Christmas even that, Oh, it's a, it's a pagan holiday that they Christianized to be about the birth of Jesus. But I've, I've seen, um, and this thing, even so like we adopt holidays and make them about Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. And that's, like I I don't really fully understand all of the origins of Christmas or all the things we do but like that that does seem like the whole nature of of what Jesus does. Jesus takes things like he, when he builds his kingdom he makes things new. And he is the he lord of it things. all anyway, so it's like trees my thing. Bells yeah.
1: my thing. Eggs for Easter my thing. But that's right. Anyways. Yeah. Um no, that that was a very um I think that that captured kind of the heart of the season, uh, beautifully that I think we can obviously not to be like, you know, typical, but, um, that can get lost in the inherent kind of consumerism of the modern Christmas, right? Like Mm -hmm. the time is meant to be kind of a, um, you know, a, a, a moment of deep pause, right? Yes. like God came to earth, the advent happened, you know, and like it, it was literally the day that uh, changed everything, right? Because without Christmas, there was no Easter and you know, at the end of the day, it was the incarnation that paved the way to the kind of salvation that we know today. And I just don't think we, we truly relish in the mystery of, in the humility and the grace of that. Like there's like, that is something that we do need to remember is all the different aspects of it. Right. Like that, like, I, like it, I don't even know how to begin. Cause it's just like, you know, God took on flesh that, that happened. Yeah. Like that was something that we believe, um, is not just a nice story, but is true that the hope of every religious person to see God, to meet God, like, he was saw, he was seen. He, he revealed himself fully in the person of Jesus. And that happened. And it happened in history. And it changed the course of literally the universe, right? The cosmic world has shifted around this event that we celebrate. And then, you know, the humility of it, right? That God had to do this because of my sin. Yeah. Because of our collective sin there was a, a rescue mission initiated because i could not rescue myself like that's that's huge right and um and then the grace right that he went to bethlehem and went in a manger and chose mary like all these places were you know later on in the gospels right uh, nathaniel's like what good can come from nazareth right that's the place um jesus was from in bethlehem this place this little town in the middle of nowhere where he came and um, you know, the manger, right? No throne, but, but, but this feeding trough, like all the elements of just the reversal of grace. I don't know. Like it, it is, it, it is sad to think that a lot of Christianity, um, has forgotten, or at least I won't say that there is segments of the church that have forgotten, um, the little mystery, right? The mind-bogglingness, yeah, of of this moment, right? That we celebrate, but
0: I think that it becomes really easy to do when you you kind of look at Christmas as as I have done in the past. Is like now the the Christmas baking starts and all the all the fun activities that are that are great that we associate with Christmas. This is the time to kind of do that, mm-hmm. and then on the day of, we kind of pay some lip service to the fact that Jesus was born you know maybe we'll go to church and then we'll go and have dinner with our family cuz it's actually really just about getting together with your family and um that's a very good secular person yeah you. yeah well Are... I, but like that's fun- how i think a lot of us function well yeah and i no, love 100%. that we have this whole month to really just think deeply about like you know from from even the old testament prophecies of how there's going to be this Messiah, this Savior, Emmanuel, to the, the leading up, the miracle that, like, the angel visited Mary. Like, the, all of this stuff we get to just think about and focus on and, and meditate and just and take the opportunity to get to know God better Well, this time. You've also just said, right, some key things there about,
1: you know, thinking deeply, meditating, stopping, things our culture currently isn't very um, good at um even especially in the church right to to sit and to think deeply for a whole month on the same themes right i think for people you know i would argue that the church has not trained the modern mind well to do that mm-hmm. um, or the modern heart maybe i should say more right where, where our affections are in, uh, involved um but yeah like it is um i get what you say right that we kind of just um commercialize the season to the point of forgetfulness and i don't think it's intentional even in a lot of us right it's no just like, i don't think so think this just... is just what we do it's tradition you just do these things and like i i know like for us because of venues and issues like we actually can't what we are we can't use our normal venue for for like a church service on, on, a, on a christmas day yeah right yeah. uh but like I, and, and to me, like, because I'm not as liturgical and, and sub- submitted to the like, church calendar, I don't really care about worshiping Jesus on that day in the in the sanctuary, but yes. something about the reverence, though, right, of if not as the gathered people of God, like, as my family unit, having that reverence and, and restoring that a little bit. And, you know, so we're going to celebrate Christmas as a church, right, a couple days before on Sunday. And so we try to make it all about the Advent, essentially. But I just feel like we have to, rem- I think that would be the, the discipline for a lot of people was is not to ne- it's not ever to destroy the other stuff, right? It's like yeah. family time is awesome. Giving gifts, Christmas is kind of the big gift, right? Like all that stuff. But in that and through that, in seeing the underpinnings of this holiday for what it's meant to be, right? This reverent time and solemn, as he said, right? This solemn time of reflection, I don't know how would how would Christmas be different? How would you know our dinners be different? How would our interactions be a little bit different,
0: um, if maybe we sat there? The idea of giving a gift is beautiful that mm-hmm. you're yep. that you're sacrificing your own resources to make someone else happy. Like I think I think there's something very Christ-like about the whole act of gift giving that we do on Christmas. Very much. Um, I, rather than like. Oh no, it's actually it's actually about getting the boxing day when I can score a bunch of deals for myself. Like I, I think that's where there's two sides of the whole gift thing and they're they both go in one's very selfish and one's very selfless, I think. And I think we have to be careful though to like nuance
1: the the secular age, right? Like yeah. it is a selfish thing, sure right but it's not but this is what i this is what maybe the knowing thing about christmas too for me is like all the christians who are like put christ back at christmas yeah yeah yeah. right like that's basically saying you know let's be a christian culture again which i'm not opposed to obviously right i believe christian culture is probably the best one if it was done right but um we don't live in some like utopian christian blah 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 and i don't even think we should be aiming for that this side of heaven obviously right and so, the issue for me is we get all, like, uptight and... Yeah, you know, we we clutch pearls, I think, about the wrong things. And it's just... Yeah, it's just... We, we, have, we, we have to recognize that these people who have no affection for Jesus don't care. Like, going to church for them is like you going to a mosque. You're like, I'm not into that, right? Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And then for us to look at them and be like, oh, you know, these... You know, Jesus hating no they just don't care like it's just it this is their celebration of this thing right yeah there's a story but it's the secularization of of that religious kind of story that i just want to make sure that we like we are wise enough to to rid ourselves of this kind of christian christendom christmas and see the two different religious stories at play right yeah um And like Paul said, don't judge those outside the church, like they're not, judge those inside the church. If we're like, let's deal with our greed and our fast fashion and our unjust purchases and stuff like that. Versus looking out and saying, well, those people who don't love Jesus, they should be celebrating his birth. Why do they care? Right? Like, other than the fact for us as Christians, like this is a great mission opportunity to engage them with the story and to celebrate that. But. We just have to recognize that so what it, so what it, reason why i say that is back to like the whole good um or good friday no uh, <laughs> boxing day i don't know how i had good friday man oh because of black friday and boxing yeah, day. yeah anyways point being is that 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 essentially is secular worship right yep. and, and so i i might judge the the idea of it um as it is selfish obviously it's consumeristic but i gotta be careful to separate that from christmas like that is a religious celebration that's happening um, that I should maybe even not participate in or do it rightly. Check my heart. Right. Like yeah. recognize where, where I'm at. And like, I got, this is, and that probably makes me sound a little bit crazy to be honest, but recognizing the religious nature of life. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And like black Friday, cyber Monday, where we just like, we're recording this on giving Tuesday. Um, you know all that we have to begin seeing it as a a secular religious expression right it's it's the worship of stuff that I have to go to such lengths get into debt even because the deal is there it's like mm-hmm all right but at least we can just if we can see it for what it is I think it's easier to stand back and not be all like you know Facebook Christian post with Santa <laughs> Claus worshiping baby Jesus because you know that's actually accurate yeah right those are the worst that's the thing i hate like the most about christmas in like the modern world are those stupid santa claus worshiping baby jesus things like that is just the absolute dumbest stuff that christians have tried to make seriously oh i i know
0: i I hate that stuff i hate that stuff It's, it's bad art (laughs) better <laughs> it's just bad it's just it's just bad. it's just bad
1: like i like your heart's right i get it but it's like ah i like get like you really think that's gonna work is that gonna change anybody's perspective oh i should totally be less self-focused and worship jesus now because santa claus was in a manger like what
0: come on <laughs> all right some quick hits before we go what's the what's the best gift you've ever been given and what's the worst gift you've ever been given the life of the Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, I'm,
1: well, I'm not <laughs> kidding, but um, best gift. Um, ah, that's a great question. Um, obviously the worst gifts when I was little were socks. Mm, yeah. Oh, well, now, now that I'm older, I appreciate them all yes. the time. Yes. Um, what is the best gift? Uh, that's, I actually can't recall what I would consider like the best gift.
0: That's a great question, Sam. I don't have an answer for you right now. How about you? Um, it wasn't for Christmas, I don't think, but my parents got me a Wawa pedal when I was in high school for my birthday one time. And like that just made me so happy because I just like wasn't expecting it, but it was something I wanted and, and wouldn't have bought for myself. And that's kind of what I think my definition of a good gift is. Hmm. It's something I really want but won't spend the money on myself for. Those are to me like the best gifts. Best gifts. Um, as far as the worst gift, um, I actually don't. There's not a ton that really stick in my head. I think I'm sure I got some toys when I was a kid that I like never played with. <laughs> that would, that's probably what it would be. Yeah, that, that's always the worst because you know Christmas is ultimately about like like you want to. When you get older, you're a bit more lenient with the kind of gifts you get. I think mm-hmm. when you're a kid, like. Pretty much the worst thing you can do is... Kids give, are cutthroat, kid. man. Yeah, exactly. Actually, so.
1: probably the most joy I ever felt over a gift, I assume, was when I was like three years old and I got a big box. A, just a big box, eh? Kids love boxes. Yeah, that's like the, true. I used the, to love the joy houses. that a box can bring a child... Especially a fridge box. is It's hardly matched by anything else. Yeah. Like, I don't, like. I, seriously, I didn't even... Like, you could just give them, like, literally wrap a bunch of boxes up and they would have, like, play for days on days on days and they'll and they'll like literally this happens every year right grandparents get toys they get whatever and the kids open it up the toys go out 10 minutes they're playing with these toys rest of the night
0: boxes 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 you gotta have a lot of room for boxes Actually, that's the worst thing about boxes is the kids like they break them eventually, but you, they don't want you to throw them out. <laughs> I remember I just wanted to keep the boxes around forever, but eventually they take up a lot of space and they got to go. Yeah, Sam, are you hot chocolate or apple cider? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say apple cider, but like hot chocolate if you get some candy canes and marshmallows in there, like it might have the edge on its own though. Apple cider. Mm. I feel like I take apple cider only because intellectually
1: it feels healthier
0: yeah, right? yeah I know it's
1: not i know I know the sugar is basically the same, yeah. but it's like I'm drinking apples, so it's definitely healthier for me
0: yeah 100%. definitely percent um what are your what are your plans for this holiday season Mike what are you doing
1: um, well, my family situation is quite unique uh, well not unique maybe outside of the church, but um, we have like five Christmases because both of our parents um, are divorced. And so our Christmases are nuts. So absolutely nuts. I must take a lot of planning. It it does. We've kind of arranged it now. Everyone kind of has a different day and we make it work and it starts like the Saturday before. So 21st, we'll have my dad's and then um, the 24th, it's just kind of like us, and um our family does some traditions we have some like certain meals that we have like we've started doing like, this like tabletop grill that we do every year just little like traditions that we're trying to create christmas day we'll do our own little morning things and breakfast probably i think we're going to, to emily's mom's and boxing day um is my mom's this year if we also went to Emily's dad's big one for Thanksgiving so we're not going to his big one this year we're doing our own separate thing with him on a different day so that's the wow the basically six days of Christmas for us
0: and then it's New Year's at that point yeah, right? We've yeah. got a church party 29th Dom's farm oh I'm pumped for that that's gonna be good how about you
1: you you guys doing anything
0: um yeah for, for me I uh, I'm gonna go to Stratford on the 22nd after church um, we usually have like a a lunch at the Arden Park in Stratford with my grandpa and my my mom's side of the family. Um, so that's gonna be good. And then that night we're going to to Sarah's place in Markdale to uh, do some Christmas, quote unquote Christmas Eve stuff. It's not really Christmas Eve. Markdale. Yeah, you're gonna go like ride a horse and <laughs> shoot something. Not quite. I'm allergic to horses, but what? I am. I never knew that. Yep, Stuff you learn. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to go back to Mild May um, and uh, catch up on some movies and TV that I missed this year, I think. I'm going to try and watch uh, The Irishman. It's out on Netflix now, getting rave reviews. Maybe The Mandalorian. Um, I have watched The Mandalorian. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. So I'm going, to, I'm going to try and give that a chance, probably when I go home. And Sam, uh, did you believe in Santa when you grew up? Actually, I didn't This is a good topic i so I think I maybe believed in him for like all of like twenty minutes, and I straight up asked my mom like is is Santa real and she told me the truth yeah so, I don't know yeah. how about you Do your parents tell you he was real um
1: eventually i think I think there was a moment of like mystery yep um but Emily's parents. I'm his dad was not that way so she never really grew up you same thing with you like 10 minutes in she's like this yeah. isn't real yeah right <laughs> um so like we're not raising our kids to believe or not believe we'll say yeah we're kind of neutral on it like we don't celebrate it we never he never gives them gifts um the problem is problem is Liv saw santa um like a guy at
0: church <laughs> yes.
1: yes on sunday and then like she seen him at the mall so like She's like, "See, Santa is real. I saw him at the mall. I saw him at church." And we're like, "Ah, oh, dang it!" But uh, no, but we're we aren't really doing our like our kids to. Yeah, you're we're, not, we're not. We're not staunch either way. It's just kind of like whatever. It's I, I
0: I kind of think yeah, like this is the hard part for me because I don't. I'm of the mind that I don't want to lie to my kids. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really fun to believe in Santa. Like I think the idea of Santa is quite fun.
1: Well, like if if like are we going to get a weird if a kid believes that unicorns exist? It's like, no, no. So why big, make this one a big deal. I get there's a story to it and blah, blah, blah. But I just think the idea of wonder and the idea of mm. the magical nature of the world, like, you know, obviously if live is like 35, still believing in unicorns, I'd say something, yes. <laughs> but, but right, concerning. like as a child, why can't, yeah. I think it's not necessarily a bad thing to preserve, the idea of the magic of the world. But mm-hmm. obviously with Santa it comes with this idea of like very strict religion that we wouldn't want to, you know, perpetuate. Because yeah. basically Santa Claus has become the the uh, the Christmas time, you know, God. Yeah. He sees you, he has a list, either you're in or you're out. You either get coal, you know, fire and hell, or you get gifts and rewards. Like that's called yeah, fair God minus is, grace. Like, it's basically just like behave, bro, or you die, yeah. right? So I just want I don't want here to teach that, but uh the idea of like flying reindeer and elves and like sure elves could exist, why not little mini angels that run around and makes and make gifts, sure, we'll go with that right um but yeah, yeah I'm like we aren't gonna we, we we aren't gonna like celebrate it or crush it. It's just gonna be like she's gonna figure it out, and then she'll probably end up ruining it
0: for. Weston and Charlie anyway, so, <laughs> um, so sometimes siblings go. Real quick yeah. before we go this week, um, did you have you seen that new Netflix movie, Klaus? Not yet. It's pretty Should good. Should I? I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. I don't know. There was a couple of things I'm like, this is kind of dark for a kid's movie, but I thought it was quite good. For, for I, I had no idea what to expect, and I enjoyed it. We watched The
1: Star. The star. Okay. It's like a. It came out I think last year. It's like a kid's one about the donkey who carried Mary. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it is what it
0: is. It is what it is. Well, it is. there you go. All right. Well, if you haven't started uh, praying and thinking about Advent, I, uh, I encourage you to do so. And uh, that's all for this week. Take care, folks. Merry Christmas.